the wrong side. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Top Texas politicians say they will not comply with a deadline to allow federal border agents access to a park along the Rio Grande. Texas seized control of the park this month and then began denying entry to Border Patrol agents. Shannon is here with a look at the border battle between Texas and the Biden administration. Brandon, federal officials demanded that Texas allow access to that high crossing area by today. But Texas leaders say that's not happening. And in fact, they're doubling down. And the state has installed rows of razor wire in Shelby Park and says more is being added along the border. Army ramps up activity. The White House issued warnings to the Western forces as well as the Florida Alliance. The three-term president assures the uprising will be dealt with swiftly. Let me know if you want to try anything. I'm just aware there's like a pretty huge civil war going on all across America. We just try to stay out with what we see on the news. Seems like it's for the best. Citizens of America. The so-called Western forces of Texas and California have suffered a very great defeat at the hands of the United States military. Mr. President, do you regret the use of airstrikes against American citizens? DC today. We need to go down there. They shoot journalists on sight in the Capitol. Every instinct in me says this is death. What if? Every time I survived the war zone, I thought I was sending a warning home. Don't do this.
There's some kind of misunderstanding here. What? Well, you're American, okay? Okay. What kind of American are you? You don't know? <laughs> the Western forces will reach the White House on July 4th. Oh my God. Get in the car! Get in the car! You're gonna hang back. I'm not hanging back. message of great importance. Without my help and knowledge, every one of you will be dead. Sheriff, how long are you going to put up with this? What do you mean? How long are you going to let this con man walk around town? Be careful, son. I can sue you. How about it, Sheriff? When are you going to put the lid on? What for? Well, stealing is stealing, whether you do it with a gun or a mouthful of mealy words. I don't intend to sit here and be insulted, Sheriff. If your people don't want my help, I can go elsewhere. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Trump. You don't talk for the rest of us. Since the sheriff wouldn't stop Trump, Hobie had to find somebody who would. Sheriff Chet Farrow was the gun law and topper, and Judge Clement was the book law. Are you here about Trump? Yes, sir. What are you going to do about him? What do you want me to do? Stop him. From what? From taking the town. Can you prove that that's what he has in mind? Well, it's obvious. <laughs> but can you prove it? In order to arrest him, the sheriff has to have a charge. And Trump hasn't given him a thing to go on. Well, there's got to be some way to stop him. Well, if there is, I don't know it. Uh, it's a funny thing. Sir? When we were kids, we were all afraid of the dark. And we grew up, and we weren't afraid anymore. But it's funny how a big lie can make us all kids again. Hobie had checked the town. The people were ready to believe. 
Like sheep, they ran toward the slaughterhouse. And waiting for them was the high priest of fraud. I am the only one. Just me. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. What do we do? How do we save ourselves? You ask, how do you build that wall? You ask, and I'm here to tell you. You're a liar, Trump. Aren't you going to stay for the fireworks? I've done all I can for Talpa. Figure it's time for me to be moving on. Well, I think you ought to wait. It's where you and I disagree. You're under arrest, Trump. What charge? Well, you write it any way you like. Grand theft, fraud, I think a jury will find it stealing. The Berlin Wall was built in 1961 to divide Berlin. West Berlin was capitalist and free, but East Berlin was controlled by the Soviet Union. The Soviets built the wall to stop any East Berliners escaping, but 5,000 did escape. Oh, the president of Mexico yesterday, or the ex-president, whatever, whoever, he said, we will not pay for the wall, even consider paying for the wall. So, who's going to pay for the wall? Who's going to pay for the wall? In a state of perpetual war, to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home, with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. Or a simulated alien invasion using alien replica vehicles that exist and are already in use. An alien invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. You can't say these things. I'm going to say them tomorrow. It's fear-mongering, claptrap, isolationist, techno-paranoia, so bogus and dangerous and stupid that it borders on treason. Saying these things would be incredibly irresponsible. It's irresponsible not to say it. Especially if it's the truth. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Go, 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 go. God bless America. Things were okay a few years ago, before 2008. Do you remember back then? We used to think politics was boring. Those were the days. But now, I worry about everything. 
I don't know what to worry about first. Never mind the government. It's the sodding banks. They terrify me. And it's not even them. It's the companies, the brands, the corporations. They treat us like algorithms while they go around poisoning the air and the temperature and the rain. And don't even start me on ISIS. Oh, now we've got America. Never thought I'd be scared of America in a million years, but we've got fake news and false facts. And I don't even know what's true anymore. What sort of world are we in? Because <laughs> if it's this bad now, what's it going to be like for you? Huh? 30 years' time, 10 years, 5 years. What's it going to be like? Well, the Chinese. I mean, they've just announced their bomb. Yeah, we played along with it. We recorded their phony explosion. We're rather hoping the Chinese will come along, um, complete the pattern, you know. In Vietnam, hundreds of people are being killed every week. Well, you can't do that with your models. No. And you can't kill people of bad habits in two generations. They like to carry rifles. They like to put lines on maps. And we let them because we control the situation. There's no danger of world war. Just a simple choice for everybody. Capitalism or communism. Strawberry or vanilla. It all adds up to the same thing now we've got rid of the big bangers. Well, how can you be sure that Johnson and Kosygin aren't working on other things? Poison gases, bacteria. Pathetic man of your intelligence. You don't want to destroy the world, neither do I. What makes you think that presidents are different? Well, they've made some pretty good stabs at it in the past. That wasn't the right sort of control then. Nowadays we know better. Politicians are easy to control. The grosser mentality boys who like to be photographed getting in and out of Daimler's in Whitehall. They come right at the bottom of our organization. A few rungs up the ladder, there are the people in the top secret factories. Just those in a position to know they're making weapons that don't really work. Well, there must come a time when somebody wants to use one of those weapons. I mean, somebody is standing there with a finger on the button. Well, that's the beauty of it. Nobody presses the button. We control all the crises. We build them up and we shut them down. So let's dedicate this to General Kelly, the Border Patrol, and the ICE agents for doing such an incredible job. Right? This was written by Al Wilson a long time ago. And I thought of it having to do with our borders and people coming in. And we know what we're going to have. We're going to have problems. We have to very, very carefully vet. We have to be smart. We have to be vigilant. So here it is, the snake. It's called the snake. On her way to work one morning, down the path along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. The border. <laughs> take me in, O oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night, and as soon as she arrived, she found that pretty snake she'd taken in. 
had been revived. Take me in, O tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O tender woman. Sighed that vicious snake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, oh heavens, you would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying thank you, that snake gave her a vicious bite. We, again. Yeah, I'm coming to that. Near the top of the hierarchy, there are the economists, top civil servants, top brass in the military, those men who are supposed to view the nuclear tests and so on. And above them, CWNS. Right at the top. Classified World News Service. Just who the hell are you? The sharing of biased and false, false news has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming than some media it's obvious, isn't it? Just a few, just a very few of the top people in communications in every major country in the world. Oh, you mean you... You run all these magazines? No, of course not. We just get them to take some of our copy every week. Television is much more important to us. All happens so quickly. Now, you say you can put out what pictures you like on television. Doesn't anybody try to stop you? No, nobody wants to. 99.386% of the population wouldn't believe this conversation. And the rest are working for us. And they're the top minds, the really responsible people. They know they're guaranteeing the lives of their grandchildren the only foolproof way. Scaring the hell out of their grandchildren. Well, I won't buy it. You must admit there has to be some kind of control in this world of ours. Hmm? Look at this. And remember that one quarter of the world is starving. There are the full bellies and the empty bellies. Some of the empty bellies carry rifles. Well, we full bellies are getting a bit flabby. We're not very good with rifles anymore, so we've devised two ways to keep the empty bellies under control. One of them is this fictitious hydrogen bomb we've talked about. The other one is money. Enough money to fill some of the empty bellies and put a hopeful smile on the faces of the others. A great wall of money all around Britain. And it's no secret that the British economy is in trouble at the moment. So we have to put that right, too, to stay alive. We have to control the people in this country. Scare an ostrich, buries its head in the sand. You scare a hedgehog, it rolls itself up into a ball. When a woman's frightened, she goes out and buys herself a hat. You mean you scare us so that we'll buy more, so that, so that money moves quicker, production moves up? We don't say scare when we talk about human beings. We say uh, threaten them emotionally. And there are all sorts of ways, of do not just the big ones, like the hydrogen bomb. Overcrowd them a little with bad planning. Sell them too many motor cars. Anything to keep them a little bit removed from reality. Take me in, O oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. 
Take me in, O tender woman, sighed the vicious sake. I have saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me, heavens, why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Oh, shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Nowadays, people don't work for money. They work for the idea of money. They don't even love for love. They love for the idea of love. They only hate for the idea of hate. It took us five years to find a non-addictive drug, one we could pay off against the hard drugs. LSD. You marketed that? Oh, yes, of course. And for a very good reason. Some of these protest movements were getting a little bit too close to the mark. LSD gave them nice little hallucinations. Made them talk like three-year-olds. <laughs> Throw flowers at policemen. Now we talk terms. You're not still going to ask me to work for you? I'm afraid I've had to put all this rather bluntly. You see, there wasn't really very much time. Uh, it must be rather a shock. Well, I mean, most people realize that the world is controlled from about six big cities. But it must be rather shocking to learn that a sixth of the world is controlled from this building. Trust in me. You mean you? Oh, no. I only rate an office on the seventh floor. There are two other offices above this one. And a giant computer system. I ought to tell you, we pay a great deal of money. We can afford to. We save such a lot on things like the national defense budget and so on. We would start to offer a quarter of a million pounds a year. Oh. Rising to a million when you make the Ministry of Morality, which I know you will. Will you let me out of here? One little point. I should have told you about these uh, surgical transmitters. There's enough of this stuff inside you at this moment to kill six people. There's a button we can press. I'm sorry about the rheumatics. <laughs> Our boys call these things the oral contraceptive. Keeps them from talking too much. So there must be one of those transmitters inside you. Who presses the button? Extra hands. All this stuff about the computer being extra hands for the men and how to control it. That machine controls you. 
You start on Monday. very careful with Ernie collaborating with me every step of the way to be able to find the movie narrative inside this dense forest of Ernie's profound imagination. The Oasis being the ultimate toy box with all the toys in the world and then playing that with one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. It results in just amazing action and such a fun adventure. Ernest Klein is such a visionary and I think has seen the future before any of us possibly could even imagine it. Thank you.